0: is until you can erase three februaries shut up Bang! quality over quantity lebron has beaten some of the best competition in nba history he's the goat emoji i will not cuss i will not cuss i will not swear i will not swear where sports is the base life and fun are the results this is the brian snow show Good afternoon, everyone. Brian Snow here with you. As we continue our quest to get the Bryant Snow show and Snowman of the Morning and other programming from SDM Sports Radio Network on Radio Row next year in Las Vegas. And to help out, we're going to talk some baseball. There's my buddy hey, Dana Regan. Just, he joins man. me right now, representing the San Francisco Giants.
1: What's up, Dana? Uh, Not much, just uh, listening to the talking heads there on (laughs) TV. And I see that uh, Correa finally signed, but with Minnesota.
0: Why are we not surprised? Why why are we not surprised? Because we had talked about this since the day he he supposedly signed with the Giants.
1: Right. And I, I was one of the few uh online with the san francisco you know chronicle people like that that said i i thought it was a good thing i've trust our medical mm-hmm. staff for years they've kept they kept right. down on the mound all year i, I mean yeah they, they know what they're talking about if they say there's an issue you know then there's an issue and sure enough well we put up with two weeks with the nets <laughs> you yes. know doing the same stuff
0: doing this doing the same thing so, I, you know doing same the, doing the, the same thing my yeah. baseball insider, my baseball insider Dana Reagan, joins me this afternoon as we talk all things Carlos Correa and baseball. And you mentioned something that only I've mentioned, the folks on my morning show have mentioned, and very, very few others. Bone density issue with Carlos Correa.
1: Yes, yes, there. Uh, I, I believe the, I don't know this for sure, but usually I do what's called. I think it's called a VEXA scan. It, it, it does a bone density uh scan and just to the injuries i mean the cracked ribs from a professional massage really that's the one that really got to me the ankle is mm-hmm. going to have its issues because of the reconstruction surgery <laughs> you know you're mm-hmm. going to have arthritis and stuff but man i don't i've never heard anybody getting three cracked ribs from a massage i just don't or, that that bugged me that 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 was a red flag for me yeah
0: big time big nobody time.
1: talked about it though you know nobody talked about that issue they're all about the foot so you know so why did
0: nobody? So why didn't anybody talk about the the bone density issue? Well, okay, let me rephrase that and, and say it the way I'm supposed to say it, and only I can say it. Why didn't anyone want to talk about that bone density issue with Carlos with Carlos Correa?
1: You know, no, that started actually back when it happened in 2019. The Astros tried to keep that quiet. I mean, that yeah, was a did. really small little blurb, you know. Uh, and nobody made a big deal about it, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as I go through, you know, I, I try to track, well, I'm getting to the point where I'm going to track all teams and all players, you know, every move yeah. they can make as far as they go on the injury list. I've got the Giants Cubs life covered, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I can look and see it. Who's been on the injury, you know, on the injury list quite a bit. And uh, yeah. and everybody knows about Correa because he's a big star, you know, and there's mm-hmm. other people. I, I mean, it just, if it, if it's the same type of issue, I see with a couple of Cubs players that that would that would concern me as an owner because yeah. he's not getting better you know things like that so I don't know why it got put um on kind of the back burner I mean nobody like I said you know like I said nobody really talked about it
0: no yeah no one wanted to talk no one wanted to talk about it Howard Kensel the Warrior no. is gonna have I- the show on uh SDM sports radio they're scared of Scott Boris I believe that oh, to be yeah. true. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah. I, you know, I'm all for players having good representation. Yeah. Uh, Scott Morris, of course, has been at the top of the game, but he also irritates the heck out of me. Uh, yeah. I think he goes over the top. I think he lies. I think it's a it's a he does too. Sometimes. I yeah, think he does I, too. To,
0: not, these, to, get these to get these ridiculous contracts for players – No one wants to to talk about that, but we will. Uh, No one wants to talk about that. Scott Boris, I mean, if you have earned a big contract and your agent can get you one, by all means, if you have the track record. I'm old school, okay? You and I are old school. If you've earned it, then you deserve it, okay? The trying to get Carlos Correa a 12-year deal when there's a bone density issue... And no one talking about it? No one even bringing it up?
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't like the length of the contract either. And I know, you know, that Farhan, as far as the Giants go, he has always been not big on long contracts. And the Giants, ever since Barry very contract, mm-hmm. let's be realistic, they haven't signed people uh, other than, you know, Buster Posey. The people that came out through the program, uh, they'll sign for longer terms. But they have been against that for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. it's two or three year deals, you know, uh, and then we'll see how things are going and we'll resign you again type of thing. And if you're getting your AAV, I don't see what the problem with that is. You know, I, long-term contracts open you up to a lot of issues. You know, I know mm-hmm. everybody likes to be secured as a player. You want to get a long-term contract, you're guaranteed so many years. You know, and you're not going to get too many people that offer to give money back. I know few right. well of them do, <laughs> right. but, uh, right. you know, I, you kind of run into those issues. And I, I don't like, and he was not my 12-year guy. Aaron judged for eight, nine years I was going to be okay with. right? Because if it was presented right, I was not a
0: guy. And the Giants were clearing all kinds of cap money to get him, to try to get him.
1: Yeah, well they had they had three hundred and I was talking to the guy from the Chronicle and he they had uh I estimated it was two hundred and eighty million for the that they could do and I was about right it's about two hundred and seventy-eight uh mm-hmm. that they could put on the books for just for next year. Cause they've right. got everybody cleared out now. Right. Uh right. they got Tommy Listella as dead money now because they released him. Mm-hmm. Uh but that's uh I think that was only about twelve million uh mm-hmm. I believe. So they don't have any dead money on the books, really. Uh, You know, they let a lot of free agents go. They let Austin Wins go, the backup catcher, and I'm very unhappy about that. I thought Austin Wins did a great job last year as a backup catcher. I did not like the fact. We picked up uh, Luke Jackson, who pitched for the Braves two years ago, the World Mm -hmm. Series, and then he had Tommy John surgery last year. And So I guess people were acting like Tommy John surgery is like having your tonsils out anymore. I mean, right. ever since John Smoltz had it, and he come back with three miles an hour plus <laughs> on his fastball, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that it's looked at. It's pretty. It's almost routine now. Um, and yeah. I like them. I, I do like that addition to the bullpen, and I like the Rogers twins. I think there's a psychological advantage of having an identical twin brother on the team. I mm-hmm. think those two will benefit from that situation.
0: Taylor uh, and Tyler Rogers which with, is the, the one thing with the with try.
1: So yeah, talk to me about
0: talk to me about my White Sox. I've had discussions with many people, including Scott Merkin of uh, MLB.com, mm-hmm. and they agree with me. Mm-hmm. Is that one major piece they're they're missing is what you just
1: talked about with the Giants pitching? Left hand pitching. This White Sox need left hand pitching? They yes. are so short on left hand pitching. I mean, it's really, they got Clevenger. And I got to tell you, especially, you know, I watched Clevenger all year out West. Mm-hmm. And he can have his good games and he can have like the ball up. So right. he's an okay sign. Ben was a great sign. But, uh, I think that'll
0: going to be good for us at the top of the lineup.
1: Yes. Uh, I, li- I like the defensive improvement too. Uh, I was kind of surprised they didn't re-sign A.J. Pollock a little bit. But Seattle picked him up. That's a great move for them. You yeah, know, Seattle picked them up, signing them for seven million. Uh, I've always liked AJ. Of course, he's a Notre Dameer, so I'm going to like AJ. <laughs> of
0: course, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah.
1: I keep I keep track of some of the Notre Dame. You know, Giants drafted two starting pitchers from Notre Dame's team last year, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of tracking mm-hmm. them too. But uh, the White Sox, I don't know what it was about last year. They had the same problems the Giants had, which was injuries. 14 yes. people on the DL at the same time. That I don't care what team you are. You're not going to recover from that, and uh, that's including the chemistry, you're that's in, people,
0: and that's Go including ahead. Tim Anderson at the top of the lineup.
1: Yeah, um, I'm still kind of uh, ambivalent about Tim Anderson. I love the talent. Uh, and sometimes I, I I don't know if it's not that he doesn't try. I don't know what that is. There's something that bugs me a little bit about him. But he's a great player. I mean, he's a great hitter. Uh, mm. You know, when he's in there and he wants
0: to do his thing
1: he does
0: his thing uh um, so what you know, so, He's, so so what what changed with tim anderson from 2021 to 2022 what was the what was the magic change what was the magic change with him i mean because it seems like I, it seems like he i f- i know injuries have a lot to do with this but it seems like he fell off injuries are not am i wrong
1: no, they did seem like that a little bit. And uh, I know a lot of people don't like to point to it. So it's probably not really an issue that you can be a causality of it. But I, I think that some people in that clubhouse didn't like the fact that Tony Russell was there. You know, I, 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 yeah. I think that, and I've liked Tony for years because he's been a great, great manager. But I think a little of that, and I thought it showed up when he decided not to come back mm-hmm. and, uh, the guy, the guy that filled in, who sh- they should have kept as manager, in my opinion, uh came in and, I, and they started winning games. I think there was a little discontent there.
0: Yeah, and for I what agree. reason
1: I don't know, but
0: well, Tony La Russa has uh, since retired, and they have a new manager now. Yeah. I mean, that was just a strange. That was just a strange transition for me, you know, from Tony the Tony La Russa to their interim manager. And now they get a brand new manager from. Uh, uh can from uh Kansas City how is he going to fit with this team
1: I don't know I, I I haven't I haven't done any research on him um, I I was busy actually looking up uh I I forget his name now who who filled in for at the end of the year was I think was uh, not Cairo what was his name the manager there I, I'm getting old so some of the names just escape me Yeah some you of the names escape
0: me too Some some of the na- I, some I, of the I, names don't. escape me too That's weird it, it's it was yeah. Something, something, um, something just didn't. Some just didn't click the second year with, uh, with, with Larusa.
1: Yeah, and, and I do People say those old school versions. Of old school. Ka- I don't buy that Cairo
0: because I. Miguel Cairo.
1: Okay, it was Cairo. Thank you. Okay, yeah, yeah thank you, Miguel Cairo. Uh, I, I, I thought he did a fabulous job when he come in there. I, I thought he pushed the right buttons. He used the bullpen mm-hmm. very well, uh, for what you know. The White Sox bullpen could have its days, of, Whoa, I mean, there oh were some gosh. games that, I mean, so just like my team. I mean, there were some days where you're like, get some guy out of the stands to come in there because it was just right. Uh, Watching them give up eight run leads and like things like that, it was just. But then they had their days when they look fabulous. Lance Lynn's another one. I mean, I've watched Lance Lynn's we played with him for years when mm-hmm. we had to play against the Cardinals uh, yeah. on the world series runs. And he was a pain in the butt to, to mm-hmm. beat, you know, and, and uh, him and um, uh, what's his name? Wayne, Wright And those guys, that was tough, tough series. Uh, the mm-hmm. one year we took them pretty easily, but you know, that was the scooter row year.
0: <laughs> yeah. Scudero and Panda back to back in the lineup.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scooter batting second,
0: Panda batting third. That's yep, that's hard. Yep. To, that's hard to contend with. That's hard to contend. Yeah, with. especially with
1: Scudero's hitting 490. <laughs> Let, let's yeah, go to the let's,
0: let's go to the Fanatics feedback zone. My good buddy Sharif Ahmed, he says he's at his, one of his favorite smoke shops, uh smoking a cigar watching the Snowman. Thank you very much. Talk about this. I-, I want your thoughts on this. Jose Abreu, 2020 MVP, White Sox stalwart for a long time, and-, and I said it when the deal happened: the rich get richer. He's now in Houston. How is he going to benefit that lineup?
1: Um, well, he's going to hurt him a little on defense, um, not a lot, but a, l- a little bit, I think.
0: Do they keep the sure Houston.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not sure how they're going to work that. I mean, I'm sure Dusty mm-hmm. has an idea. Dusty's really good at it's the pieces just, on it's the Dusty field.
0: It's, just, it's Dusty Baker. Is Dusty Baker the manager? The he's just manager not of the, year. the
1: bullpen. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, well, he's better now. I mean, yeah. I, I have three things, Brian, that in past sports history that still bug me. The mm-hmm. 1981 Notre Dame team that let Danny Ainge come down and score the winning bucket. That still bugs yep. me. Yep. Yep. Jim Fry. Keeping Sutcliffe out. So game five against San Diego in 84. I remember that remember me. And then 2002, when he pulled Russ Ortiz 7-0 lead, that bugged me. And it still does. And that was game, <laughs> that was
0: game six of the World Series, was it not? Six. They were, we, five, yep. they, were he, five, they were a five-nothing and the Angels wound up winning six to five. Right. Why, did and and remember, Why did he trust his bullpen? did he trust bullpen with that? Well,
1: well hmm. our bullpen was doing really good. I remember that because but he brought in uh, Felix, was it Felix? Uh, he just set the record for the most consecutive appearances in a row in the postseason, and you're bringing him in again. And mm-hmm. I know the guys at the back end retired. And Russ Ortiz is one of them guys where Russ, we used to have a word for it Russ because he can yes. walk the bases loaded and then strike out the side. That, that's and, the way Russ did. Yeah, and
0: wind up, out, <laughs> wind up getting out of the jam.
1: Yeah, so he gives up two little clunky kind of hits that weren't even – I don't know. I, 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 it, it, decision is time, you know. The manager I hate to say that, you know, second guessing, but I just don't pull Russ Ortiz in that situation. No, I, I, he's I, I
0: been, a man. He was he was dealing in the, yeah, I that. Him. He
1: made
0: he made that Angels lineup look you know, in all essence, in all essence the way they were supposed yeah. to look. They were supposed to look. Yeah. They were supposed to look pedestrian, and Russ Ortiz was doing that for seven innings, and then the home run by Barry yeah. Bonds put him up four nothing. You figure four nothing yep. with Russ Ortiz dealing the way he was dealing, especially working his off speed pitches, that was enough for them to clinch the World Series. Yeah,
1: I mean Russ, I followed from the Braves on over, and that's the way he pitched. He mm-hmm. would probably give up a couple runs in that inning, but it's not mm-hmm. going to be you know, giving up. Big, you're not going to give up the lead, and right. I think you can wait a little bit longer. But you know, the starters that we had that year, Woody, Kirk, Reader, and some of we had to use our bullpen quite a bit too. Yeah, I mean, both yeah, of them yeah. was pretty strong, but it was an offensive built team, you know, back then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that, that, that just one that, it bugs me. I don't personally. Dusty Baker's a Hall of Fame manager. Don't get me wrong. I I, I like Dusty. That's the only critique I have of his manager. But and you, this but year you know, he did a good uh, job in the World Series. So,
0: but you know something, Dusty got his ring. You know, Joe Davis said it during yeah. the Fox podcast. Dusty got his Dusty yep. got his ring. And now you can you can what did Kevin Garnett how did Kevin Garnett put it? He's officially certified, now. But he's all he's a Hall of Famer, the <laughs> World Series champion, yep. and you know he wants blood. He wants another he he wants another one, and I already yeah, predicted, he does. I already predicted if the Sox get their pitching if the White Sox get their pitching together, it'll be a Houston Chicago American League Championship Series. But that's going to depend. On 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 start on starting pitching. Couple more notes here. Um, your thoughts on this? Abreu will be a DH and will switch with um, Guriel. I think that's a good idea to have Abreu start as a DH and then test and then test him at first at, at at first base.
1: Yeah, I'm not no, I don't know his personal feelings on DH. I know that if you look at the DH in the National League overall throughout the year, it didn't even compete with the American League because it's not a we're not used to it yet. Uh, right. but I don't know I don't know as personal fees on it. Sometimes people have to be on the field to stay in rhythm. Uh mm-hmm. so yeah, I agree with you that and I agree with that that matchup if things work out with Chicago doing their job. Uh okay. I, I think that I think that, that sounds right because I I, I I expect Yankees bandwagon.
0: I expect the Sox to make some moves to shore up their pitching in particular the bullpen. With Liam Hendricks going through cancer treatments, all prayers to Liam Hendricks, and I expect him to come back stronger than ever. You know, (laughs) hey, cancer survivor here. All right, the treatments are not the treatments are not easy. All right, and i I did it through I did it through surgery, and he's probably going to do it through surgery. But there's just something about this White Sox team, and not just because I'm a White Sox fan, but there's just something about this team. If they fill in. A couple of the big holes, one of which is in the bullpen, and the other you mentioned at the top of the program, left-handed starter. They fill those two holes, and there's st- plenty of time to do so. Then they're good. No one will touch. No one will touch them, and they got to stay healthy as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think you're going to see what happened last year to our teams. I don't. I, I don't see that happening. I know that. You know, we. Uh, you know, Longoria moved on. uh right. A couple of people that were injured. Uh, this will. Probably be Crawford's last year. Maybe I think he, him, and you know Buster Posey are such cl- good friends that he might be eyeing that retirement. And I'll tell you what though, he's still number four in the range factor out there for shortstops, and he's yeah. the oldest one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because he just spoils us to death. But
0: uh, is this it for him? Is this his final uh, year?
1: It might be because he signed a two-year deal extension. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. you do that on purpose. I really do. Because I think when Buster retired, it kind of took a little bit. Well, it took a lot out of the team not having it in there. I mean, it was, he was always, you know, yeah, Buster I, was I, always I guess, the Buster general, was he never blue. affected by anything. Yep. Yeah.
0: Buster was that glue yep. for, the, for the Giants. And I miss seeing Did number 28
1: play. I do too. Did you hear Jeremy Appelt's story about when he came in to pitch against Kansas City? He came <laughs> in, and he had an eye infection, he couldn't see. And mm-hmm. he, he saw he, he Buster Buster came out and he says, Man, Buster, I I see three gloves. He goes, Buster, you, you said didn't even bat an eye goes, throw out the one in the middle.
2: <laughs> Buster,
1: <laughs> nothing up says Buster post and, and he Appel did an awesome job right before Mademois came in and cleaned it up. He did. Yeah, Apple was did. really he, one of my favorite. Apple was so good against left-hand batters and he was a lefty. I love that. And Lopez, mm-hmm. you if you're left-handed against Lopez, you're done. <laughs> Right, Ali Lopez was just mowing down on the left hand side. Javi Lopez so, mowed yeah.
0: everyone down. One final question yeah. before we go to a break. Yeah. Uh, comment here from Sharif Houston will have the best starting pitching in baseball, and mm-hmm. I had even minus Justin Verlander. Do you agree with that? Uh,
1: there's a, there's three or four uh staffs out there that could almost throw that flag up. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one that's not talked about as much is the Toronto Blue Jays, it was Kevin Wise right. leading them. It's the best splitter in baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus they have uh, the young kid that, that uh, he might see some time this year um, come up from a high, not high, double uh, A. Uh, he's a lefty and he's got a, like a whip of like 1.09 down there. So uh, I think the, the Toronto has a stake in saying that. I, I know one thing. The Yankees can't say that they have that, <laughs> I, you know, uh, Houston. Yeah. You can make that argument. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And it's hard to find it, jinx in their armor right now in Houston.
0: There's one picture really for is. Houston that there's one picture for Houston during the playoffs. A of Verlander that I absolutely fell in love with. That's Farmer Valdez, their lefty.
1: Yes, yeah, Farmer Valdez. Yeah, yeah.
0: Something else.
1: Yep. yep, he was. And I, 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 of course, I'm a National League guy. I was rooting for the Phillies. They were the underdog, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But they had those moments. That moment in the game, was it game three, the moment where it went it just swayed to Houston, the whole momentum switch, and that was it. Uh, mm-hmm. If they would have come through, then it would have been probably a seven-game series, but they couldn't do it. And yeah, to be honest with you, you know, we beat the Phillies during the year with the same people on the field, and I yep. just—they just got hot, you know. That's yeah, they did. What it is about at the World end, end series, of the season.
0: Too. At the end of the season, they got, into the, they got into the playoffs, and all they needed to do was get in, which they did. And all of a sudden, they just took control of the National League.
1: Yeah, they were one of the teams that we were supposedly, quote-unquote, chasing, which I knew that I didn't even want my team to be in the playoffs, to be honest with you, uh, because it just wasn't it wasn't right. But, uh, yeah, I, I, going back to Houston, though, I, it's hard to find Houston in their armor right now, really. I mean, they got a good ball team. Uh
0: Not to mention Christian Javier. Yeah. Not to mention Christian Christian Javier who helped throw a no-hitter in the
1: World Series. Yeah, don't get me started on that team no hitter thing.
0: (laughs) Nolan Ryan through seven by
1: himself. (laughs) Right. Right.
0: I'd rather see one I'd rather see one pitcher go all the way with a no-hitter. I'd rather see one pitcher just do just do the deal. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a good feat to do. It's hard to do. But then again, if you look at it. A starting pitcher going nine innings that fourth time through the lineup, he's at a disadvantage. That third and mm-hmm. fourth time in the lineup, the pitcher's at a disadvantage. You're bringing in fresh arms every inning. You got the advantage. So right. realistically, but you then, should see more of that.
0: <laughs> and then there's the there's there's the tale of Jack Morris in 1991 yeah. in Game Seven, who just oh
1: yeah, Versus vehemently smoked. told
0: Tom Kelly he vehemently told Tom Kelly, "I'm not coming out." And that was one of the greatest World Series pitchers duels that I ever saw. Oh, it
1: was. Yeah, they showed it. again. Smoltz him. and, uh,
0: Jack, and uh, Jack Morris in Game 7 of the World yes. Series. Yep. Smoltz went eight innings. The only problem was Morris went 10. Yep. Morris went 10 innings. Yep. And to this day, he's the only pitcher to fire a 10-inning shutout in the World Series in a clincher.
1: Yep. I, I couldn't believe he we went off for the 10th inning. I I still remember that game. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember a lot of the World-, the World Series and stuff like that from back then. Uh yeah. and I was I, I was shocked you he, he I, though there was no reason not to let him walk out. That we weren't using pitch counts back then I, I don't know right. what the pitch count was, but it wasn't that high. It couldn't have been over 120. So he's still effective. You gotta kinda go with the horse. The Dodgers learned yeah. the hard way last year. That metrics mm-hmm. don't work. He, and he they're gonna learn Anderson, the hard way. The horses winning race.
0: And they're gonna go, they're gonna learn the hard way this year that metrics don't work. It didn't yeah. work against San Diego, and it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work no. this year. Dana Reagan with our out premier outdoors. edition. Dana Reagan with our premier edition of Baseball Bros here on the afternoon program called the Brian Snow Show. We're gonna break this off into a baseball coverage show. Uh, we're gonna do it probably in April. We're gonna get it all together, and it'll be the ha- half-hour rapid-fire uh, segment, just like you, just like you see here. But we'll keep it within this. On a weekly basis. Dana, I love you. Thanks. Thanks for coming Bye, on, brother. I appreciate
1: too. No problem. I'm glad to be on that. Take care. So good show.
0: Thanks, man. Dana Reagan joining us here on the program talking baseball. And yes, uh, where is where is Victor's coming? Right at the top, right at the top. Baseball, who talks baseball? Well, we do. And Victor, you do too. You do too. You know, you know we talk baseball. You know we we love to talk baseball. Let's pause for a break. And when we come back, an old friend appears on the Brian Snow Show. Back in a minute. So this thing called sports, it has fans again. It has full stadiums, full arenas, and more. And you want to be a part of it, don't you? Of course you do. If you begin to scour the resale market, there will be tickets available. And what you need to get those tickets that you want so badly is SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the app available to you that lends a hand in helping you get the tickets that you want for the events that you want. SeatGeek rates the tickets on a 1 to 10 scale and the best part is the tickets are vetted for authenticity so you know what you are getting and you know you are not getting scammed. And now you can save even more by using the code SNOWMAN and getting 20 bucks off with your very first purchase. Yes, you can do all of that with the power of SeatGeek helping you get to the games that you want so you fans can fan. So let's all fan.
2: The original Think Drink is back. Level up with proven ingredients formulated to crush your competition. No gimmicks, no jitters, no messing around. Just high-potency results that keep you moving day or night. There's a new nerd in town, and we came to play. Nerd Focus. Smarter than energy. Do a TED talk, but I don't have anything to talk about yet. I'm getting there. Life is for the living. We're not here that long.
1: You can learn anything you want to learn without any money spent. What do I really enjoy? What do I really want out of life? I am your host, W I Z E. Are you in a life holding pattern? Well, this is for you. Welcome
0: to the Stuck in My Mind podcast. Welcome back to the Brian Snow Show on this Tuesday afternoon. We'll be with you Monday through Friday, 3 p.m., unless there's a a preemption in in, in programming. This is the time you need to mark on Monday through Friday, so you'll see me twice a day, Monday through Friday. Picture this. A near-death experience wakes you up, and you say, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get well. I'm going to chase my dreams and do everything I need to do to have a full life. Well, that's what this person. Well, aside of my wife Jody, that's what this person taught me. She joins me right now. It's Stacy, Doctor, Doctor. No uh, I forgot her name. <laughs> Doctor no, That's it. That's <laughs> it.
2: I got a degree in everything.
0: <laughs> How are you, my dear? It's great to have you back on.
2: God, Brian, I have missed you. Um, missed you. I'm, I'm in the middle of a bad flare, so whatever I say, if anyone gets insulted, I'm talking the brain injury. I don't give a shit.
0: Right. So I'm doing right.
2: phenomenal. I'm doing I, I phenomenal. Don't,
0: I don't expect you to give a shit. In fact, I'm glad you don't give a shit because I don't either. No, I absolutely. I, 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 look, my wife said it to said it back to me. Zero no, zero fucks to give. Amen. That's about where ever that's about where I'm uh, no I'm beyond that. Let me just be real. I'm beyond Are you in the I'm land beyond. of the
2: magical nono foxes? Is that what you're telling me?
0: That's exactly what I'm telling you. What? That's ex- that's exactly what I'm telling you. I I've said it diplomatically for years. Sometimes you just get tired. Well, in this case, I'm fucking beyond tired. I'm beyond tired. I'm 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 done doing things conventional ways now. You know, I learned that I've learned that from two very special people, you and Jody. We're, we gotta got be non-conventional. We can't. Yeah, we have to be
2: outside of the fucking box. Burn that bitch, build your own.
0: I, I finally burnt that some bitch when, when it turned midnight. And when right. I kissed Jody and we said happy new year, and then passed out, we woke up and started getting notebooks together and said, Look, this is how we're gonna handle things from here on out. This is how we're gonna make our fortune. And this is where this is where we're gonna go. When you Amen. reach that point, no one can stop you.
2: You're unstoppable. You got God. You got everything. Seriously, mm-hmm. you are. You, I'm telling you, it's unbelievable way, to, a magical, magical way to go through life. I I never would have believed it if I didn't experience it. But you've seen me from the beginning.
0: I have you've seen. I have. I I'm, shucks. That's why I had you on the morning show for the for the longest time. And even before I went in for for uh cancer surgery. You know, I had you on each week, had you on uh afterwards and then um my health took a dip and Same. I had to get that back. I had to get that back together. <clears throat> and Jody looked at me and said, "Look, you're not taking care of yourself and that frightens me." Well that kind of gave that kind of gave me the wake-up call I needed. So today, yesterday and today I've been making sure I get all the meds in, get my exercise in, get Lucy out for a while, get some get some air and just you know go with the flow you know i'm tired of doing things in a a structured setting sometimes i have to this is one of the times where i have to be in a structured setting but right outside of that the hell with it the absolute hell with it
2: yeah yeah amen amen (laughs) and
0: you're wearing a hat of one of the vehicles i want very badly in the land rover
2: my white range rover is sitting in the driveway (laughs) Don't tell anyone.
0: I'm not. <laughs> Don't tell anyone, she says. And yet she announces it on my show with people with people watching. Listen, I must tell you this. I've given up caffeine.
2: I am very, very proud of you.
0: This is full of ice water. And this is full of ice water.
2: All right. I have a better question and a bigger question for you. Talk to me. Are you meditating? every day amazed every day. because that's more important than what the fuck you're putting in your body start it here is. and then work on the body that's what i learned that is what i it, learned it is,
0: it is important i take about it's all 20 minutes every day just to sit I'm so proud and of you let my mind drift and wherever it's wherever it stops and i don't even i i set the alarm i, I set the clock for 20 minutes but sometimes it's 30 sometimes it's 40 mm-hmm. and I'm listening to. I'm also listening to my body. If I have to go down for a little while for a nap, then I just go down for a nap. And I just, I don't. The only time I set an alarm is when I have to get up and do my morning show. That's it. That's the only time I have to. That's the only time I set an alarm. Every other time I go down for a nap, I wake up when I. I wake up when my body wakes me up.
2: And he and taught I, you how to meditate. I'm just you did. Just you, just did ask it ask
0: it ask you did right, it on the I'm, air. You more. did it on the air. You did. You did it on the air with me. We did it live here.
2: I in took your all. virginity. I took your meditation yeah. virginity. Yes, you, you, I
0: did. You popped my meditation cherry. There you go. How's that? Thank she you. The uh, look, folks, if you don't follow Stacy, you need to. She's absolutely awesome. She will get you meditating. Lord <laughs> knows she's gotten me meditating. And Jody's helped out in the process.
2: It's meditation. And-
0: um, look, it's the best medication I've ever taken. All right, just some time alone and some time away. Amen. And I take my I take my glasses off. I don't have my I don't have the phone with. I put the phone down and I just drift. That's the best thing you can do for your body and your brain. It's just relax and let let your mind drift. And you can't you you can't put it in a stroke. You can't put that. <laughs> In a structure, because who says you can do every you can meditate about everything in 20 minutes? Hell, sometimes I've sat for an hour just in one spot and just letting everything catch up. Best
2: move,
0: best, best medicine ever.
2: Can I give a little tip though? Because I know a lot of people two years ago, I was like, What the fuck? I can't meditate. I needed meditations of dummies. So I couldn't do it. So I had to get into a, a mindset where I practice practice mindfulness. Mm-hmm. So for 24 hours, I said, appreciate all the beauty around. You don't even fucking meditate. Wow. Right. That tree is beautiful. Motherfuckers. I'm going to knock you off the road, but you're beautiful. You know, right. you always got to find the beauty, do it for 24 hours, Brian. Seriously. If you can't fucking it's meditate, true. find the Zen right in front of you. Heaven is right in mm-hmm. front of us. Just boom. Open our eyes.
0: Well, there's one little piece of meditate. There's one little piece of beautifulness that helps me on a daily basis She's got four legs, she's got a pair of floppy ears, and her name's Lucy. And I appreciate Lucy so much calming me down when I'm stressed. You know, my wife helps my wife's helped to my wife helps to calm me down when she knows I'm stressed out. but my little dog, Lucy, who chose me when I met Jody, Lucy chose me because she drove up to uh they drove up to Michigan City to meet me. Lucy hopped out the car, you know, pawed my pants for a little bit. And she just gave me this look of, okay, you're good. Let's go. And hop right back in the car waiting for me to get in. And I'm, I'm going, okay. And what happened? As soon as we hit the road, she's right in my lap. Love
2: it. I she's love right, it. She's oh my right dogs, I want
0: nothing to do with you. It, it, I
2: can tell people they can go. But for me, you got to be a dog person because dogs are the soul. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yes. And I love cats too. I
0: I have there. I have four cats in our uh, barn here, <laughs> and that uh, Joe that Jody picked up. We got a bunch of rabbits, and that's the time you know. I I'm learning to go out there and feed the cats yes. and, oh, uh, feed life. The, and feed the and feed the rabbits. Just be just do things simple, you know
2: simple but, life with,
0: with, but with Lucy Lucy knows when I'm tired Lucy Lucy knows when I'm tired because she'll come up to me and she'll put her paws on me and leave him there and she'll just look at me look up at me going okay you know you got to drop for a while you know you got to go down you can you know I got to go down for a while and she'll hear me sign off of the morning show and then she'll just come hop on my, she'll just come hop on my lap or she'll go crazy because she knows okay he's going to take me out and then we're going to go down for a nap. Mm-hmm. My son has two dogs, Jenny and uh, Ferguson. And I got to tell this funny story. Ferguson scared the shit out of me because Jody told me how big he was, but I didn't, I didn't believe it at first. And then Ferguson walked in and I nearly jumped out the back door and i was like, what? And then I did this. And so Ferguson did this. And Dakota, my son says he wants to give you a hug. I go, okay. Aww. Man, Ferguson and I have been like this ever since. Ever I since that day. I love it. I tell I'll tell you this one. Um, we drove up from North Carolina to visit to visit Dakota and visit our in-laws. And we stayed at uh my son's place. I was fast asleep. I, I was knocked out. And Lucy was on my right side because I felt her bump me. I spin over to my left, and I open my eyes briefly, and there's this face sitting right here in front of me, and it's Ferguson with his cute self going, what are you doing, Grampy? Aww. What are you doing right there? <laughs> and of course Unconditional winds- love. The course only
2: he- unconditional love. I love
0: and, it. And, of course, he winds up in my lap. <laughs> Of course. So uh, next next day, Jody wakes up, Jody wakes up um, spending. most she spent most of the night talking to Dakota because he had a lot to talk about. And Dakota and I hadn't known each other well enough for him to come to me. And, you know, I say this to him all the time. You know, if you want to talk to me about something, just come to me. You know, it's something he has to get used to, which I've found out about uh, about my children through marriage. And that's fine. I can I can live with that. Right. But Jody walked by me. And she says, all right, we have to get going. And she stopped and saw me, Ferguson on this side, Lucy on this side. And she says, you're just squished. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. But, <laughs> but tell everybody how important med- meditation is. Or just getting out in nature and just letting your, brain, letting your mind drift. Tell everybody how important that is. Because that's one of the first things you taught me.
2: All right. So basically, we're all born with a little spark in us whatever you want to call it who gives a shit okay at nine months the spark is gone (laughs) so you go all of your life to find that fucking spark yes there are voices that come from this spark we -hmm. can't hear them if we're always on the fucking phone if we're always talking if we never listen right If we're all set in that old programming of what happened to us in our childhood teenage Mm -hmm. years adulthood to now Mm -hmm. We have to listen to that voice. There's a reason it's, they say, trust your God. I didn't make any of this up. None of it. This this is, you know, you follow what's not broken. Mm -hmm. This works. You have Mm -hmm. to be able to hear that voice in your head. You have to be willing to listen. When you hear that, the sound of silence, when you can access that through meditation, mindfulness, gratitude, my God, pick three things. If you can't do all the other shit, Mm -hmm. you have to hear that voice. And you can't, if it's too fucking cluttered up here. It's so mindfulness and meditation allows us to calm our minds, calm our nervous system. A lot of trauma survivors are stuck in fight or flight. Right. You are trucking a trauma, see the brain fog. I sound like a, you know, the Forrest Gump here, <laughs> but you your body is stuck in fight or flight as a trauma response. And if you do not re- reprogram all that shit,
0: hmm
2: by doing the the work the deep internal work you're, you're not going to hear the voices you're not going to get that spark right. don't ever let anyone dim your sparkle mine was dimmed for 45 fucking years i got a lot of glitter shit to share
0: I so that's what i'm
2: saying when people have this spark of god buddha allah ralph roger whatever the hell you want to call it it doesn't matter call it fucking something mm-hmm. create a something thank you whatever you right. know, just thank you star in the sky For giving me another day on this earth. What am I supposed to do the rest of my life? That's Mm -hmm. basically where I was at. Mm -hmm. I was miserable. You know, I was suicidal. I was ideations. I've been. What I've survived is unimaginable. People are not waking up. And right now, people need to wake the fuck up. They do. They need to wake the fuck up.
0: They need to wake the fuck up. They need to wake the fuck up fast. Because. Now, I don't don't
2: waste my time. time. I teach this shit now, but I'm like, don't waste my time.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: No excuses, and,
0: and that's how you supposed. And that's how it's it is supposed to be now.
2: Now, yeah, but stubborn Stacy, who doesn't listen to anyone, was like, "Oh shit, Start hey,
0: listening." Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. Especially after my cancer surgery.
2: Fuck yeah. And I didn't
0: know what my body was. I didn't know what the fuck my body was going through. You know, being in the ba- being in the bathroom all the time. Thankfully, it's calmed down. It's getting, it's getting better and it's simple things like, I don't know, chewing my food, taking, taking smaller bites because you know me, I love food. I absolutely love food, which was a vice of mine for many years. Yeah. And Joey yanked me aside and said, look, I want you to take care of yourself, chew your food, eat slower, eat smaller bites. It's finally clicking. I and know. Your baby steps, kind of, yeah. but I've told you
2: from day one: be kinder. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be kinder. Enjoy the journey. Stop focusing on the destination. Little steps. Whatever you can do today, mm-hmm. do it. And don't fucking beat yourself up. I mean, we are supposed to be human. We're supposed to live a fun, fulfilled life.
0: Yep. And, and I cancer. And <laughs> I've been so guilty of beating myself up for many, many yeah. years, especially, oh, late, especially lately.
2: Especially yeah. Lately. Pono. I just, I just blessed your ass with the forgiveness Hawaiian prayer shit. Say it a couple times. I'll send you the prayer. You're healed.
0: I appreciate you know? it. I appreciate it. I mean, and this is our friendship, folks. Stacy will just throw things at me, and then couple it with "You're welcome." What the? No, fuck? I
2: smack you down. Yeah. Stop drinking the fucking soda. Stop drinking sugar. I beat you down. Yes, you I'm did. I'm proud of you. But you needed it. You're here for a reason, Brian. You weren't mm-hmm. living the life you were supposed to live.
0: Finally, finally what getting cancer. finally getting there. And <laughs> I, and I wasn't. it was pancreatic. It was stage three pancreatic cancer.
2: You should not According, be here.
0: So many. Thank you. You just beat me to it. I'm not even supposed to be here. I'm not even supposed to be sitting here doing this. I'm not even supposed to be walking. I'm not even supposed to be standing upright.
2: You're supposed well, to be dead.
0: I'm supposed to yes. be in the ground. Yes. Well, I'm not. I'm above ground, and I tell you what, there are people that wish death upon me when I had pan- when I told them I had pancreatic cancer. I mean they just the folks at Duke Hospital basically told my wife, prepare for a casket. My wife, and I was chemoed out at the time. I was taking oral uh, chemotherapy. My wife, Jody, the strongest woman I know, looked me in the eye and said, "Look, I know you love North Carolina." But fuck this shit. We're going up to Indiana, and we're gonna get some better care for you because I need you here. Yes. Well, thank you, Dr. Ratilla Nakeeb and his surgical team on April fourth of twenty two. Here I am, mm-hmm. six foot five, two hundred thirty five pounds, getting stronger. Really but you advocated. Older.
2: She mm-hmm. Jody advocated. Jody, no one in. advocates anymore. Right. No one wants to be responsible. Take responsibility of your own health. Advocate for yourself because the doctors and nurses aren't going to do it. And no, as a nurse, not. I can say that as an oncology nurse, take care of your own fucking health, man. People are dying. I can't stand it. Obviously, and
0: and you walked away from you walked away from that because you went through a situation where, in 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 lamest terms, they were killing you.
2: Bye. I was on 20 critical condition, 24, seven care. Bye bye. I was on my way out just like you.
0: Mm -hmm. And then you told me one day, look, I'm walking away from this. I can't do it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to heal myself. I've taken that and I'm healing myself too. This is a part and what people don't understand. This is a part of it. This is only a small, this is only a small part of it. Yeah. You know, get now breathing, breathing the air, having my dog, seeing my dog run around. Simple. But Simple. Obeying, the free obeying, shit. The, yep. The free shit. Uh, the free shit. Exactly. And this is what people don't appreciate anymore. Yeah. We gotta Until get. It gets up. taken away. We gotta get. But Nama No joins me. I'm gonna make sure she joins me every week in the afternoon. <laughs> Thank you, my dear, so much. I love you. I can't wait for you to come back next week and share some more stories with me. I appreciate it. Love you. That's the That's one of the few times where you'll hear me unfiltered, but you know what? I love it, and I wouldn't have it any other way. Thank you to Dana Reagan. Thank you to Stacey Pedrahita, Dr. Nama Nofux herself. We're out of here. We'll see you next time on The Brian Snow Show. So long, everybody. for tuning into the Brian Snow show where sports is the base life and fun are the results